work I need. I got all the fucking work I need. I really hate my job. And I know I'm not the only one out there that does. So. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, the Boss Shepherd, and you are Mitchell Manley, truck driving man. Are you a truck driver? Nope, never driven a truck in my life. <laughs> well, I guess you got that kind of mystique about you. Right? Yeah, I have long hair and uh, a southern drawl, so okay. I, I could have worked out as a truck driver. But I mean, you could, you could have rolled around. I'm just a terrible bit. driver. So wait, you're a terrible driver. I'm not a very good driver, unfortunately. Oh, I got a compliment this morning on my <laughs> really. Driving. Somebody stopped me in a parking lot, and it's where my daughter goes to camp, mm-hmm. and they're like. I just wanted to stop and say I really appreciate how slowly you drive. <laughs> That's very. I also drive very slowly, but I, don't know, I just don't like to drive very much. It's okay sometimes, but I drive a lot. But now my alignment's really bad off, and it's like so bad that even I notice. Right. So I know it's bad because normally I'm like, no, you can just like lean the wheel a little to the left the entire time. It's mm-hmm. fine. Just turn up the yeah. radio just a little. But now bit. it's like I'm going twenty, and my wheels. Like my steering wheel shaking. I was like, mm. Yeah. But, so you're not a truck driver, but you do nope. have employment. I do. I work at a screen print shop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I haven't really talked about it much on social media, but I broke my hand the other day at my, uh, at my job. I fell over my gigantic clown feet. and uh, They're not that big, uh, are they? Size 15s, which are pretty Those large. Those are huge. I'd, it's pretty big. You hide that very well. Is that right, why you wear yeah. black shoes? They're uh, yeah. shortening. Yeah. I got these gigantic clown feet, these, these snow skis. And uh, yeah, I tripped and broke my broke my wrist at work. But even before that happened, <laughs> I had suggested this topic of jobs. I guess because I was at work, and I don't know. I think I was thinking of Weird Al. He has a song uh, called "Driving a Truck," I believe. Yeah. About or truck driving song, <laughs> truck driver song. I had that kind of stuck in my head, and so that's also why I went with truck driving man for my nickname this week. And then you immediately. Where like you were texting and walking, right? That may and, have caused it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I, I think you're doing better than you were the other day. I think right. I for like, sure. But he does have a pretty badass cast. Yeah, it's teal. It it's matches teal. my personality. Did you get to pick it out? Mm-hmm. What What are the other colors? You didn't uh, pick there was like a, rainbow. No, there was like a dark blue and a, a pink and a black, and I just really I was drawn to the teal. Oh, I'm teal. I'm, uh, I love teal. It's a good color. I'm pretty proud of you for not like going for what everyone would have thought because you normally wear black shirts. Right, black people would have thought shoes. black. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, you're bringing out the teal in your yeah, soul. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what song did you bring for in uh, occupational song? All right, so this is a song by a band called Big Friendlies, and the song is called Late Nineties. I should have gone home if I can ride. I can sleep at my desk.
Uh, I came across this on an online comp called B-I-R-P, Burp. What's a comp? Um, a compilation, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So it's an <laughs> online compilation. Uh, there's this, it's called Burp.fm, B-I-R-P. I can't remember what it stands for. Somebody, somebody's playlist. Somebody had some indigestion. But yeah, they, they put on a, uh, they put out a little playlist with like a hundred songs, just spanning tons of genres. And I used to download those every month. Cool. And this was on there. Uh, they don't really have very many other songs online except for this EP that's like four songs long. Came out in like 2014. It's very like power pop, but has some cool punk aesthetics. And the lyrics are about, you know, having to go to work when you hate your job and, you know, you got to buy your basic needs. You got your food and your booze and your cigarettes. You know, it's the basic triangle of needs, Maslow, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that goes into my song, actually. <laughs> uh, it's got the group vocals, which is always fun. Super catchy melodies and the chorus and the lead guitar. I'll do the do-do-do. And I love that. It's super catchy and you'll yeah. be, you know, singing it all day long in your head. It is a super catchy song. I noticed that they are trying to cope with work by getting really messed up and not sleeping so that they're going to sleep for uh, however many hours at work. I can relate to that. Yeah. So it's like you put your brain to sleep while you're physically awake and you're just doing that thing. Um, I used to sew for like eight hours a day and I'm like, yeah, you just put your brain to sleep, listen to podcasts right. and try to like cope. And then... Um, hope for those like nights when you can go out and drink and have fun times with your friends and pretend that you have employment yeah exactly and then you have to work harder because you have to make up for all that that bar tab yeah. which is worse and now <laughs> i uh i picked cascada's night nurse just like an outlaw we're gonna take it to the top 12 o'clock mess that i love and it's like aye, aye, aye. it is um it has no understanding of what a night nurse does um i'm not sure which department this woman's working in uh, i'm thinking she might i i guess i shouldn't assume that the night nurse is a woman but i have a feeling they're making that assumption and um it this song represents everything that is um, not okay with the american nurses association yeah. like uh, guidelines and um uh, actually, I'm supposed to, by the American Nursing Association, like, guidelines, call up the band and tell them how they're misrepresenting yeah, nurses. Yeah, you should denounce what they're doing, right? Yes, but it's also... What are you doing to our listeners, Amy? It's Jeez. so catchy and such hot garbage, and it's a German pop band, and I was like, I don't think any of this makes sense. Yeah, like, there's already these, <laughs> these stereotypes uh, kind of... Put on us by the adult industry that that nurses are like overly sexualized, and now we're just sort of perpetuating that today, Amy. I thought you were. I'm uh, sorry. I thought you were a feminist, but no, apparently um, not. 
I know the the experiences you've had as a, a nurse so far probably not the sexiest things. No, not the sexiest imagine. things at all. Probably not, not the right body fluids involved at all. No, depends on what you're into. No. I guess there's a lot of gr- <laughs> there's a lot of colored green stuff that you <laughs> don't would, want no this part is of. So gross. <laughs> so yeah, Cascada. Uh, they had another hit that some of the listeners might remember called "Every Time We Touch." Do you remember? Every time we touch, yes. I get this feeling. I love it. <laughs> That's a better song than this one. It's a much much better. <laughs> song than this one this one woof uh it seems like they're trying to combine like Katy perry and lady gaga like all the things that are super hit worthy about what they do but the bad auto-tuning and, of oh like God, the black eyed i piece. can't stand the bad auto-tune it's such bad auto-tune. everything's just super transparent to me in this one it's just like i love the euro dance jam every time we touch it's a really catchy song <laughs> but this one i just uh mm-mm. no secretly you're listening to it at night you're like yeah this no. is a great jam i can't get behind that. <laughs> but the other one though every time we touch go and they had another one i can't remember what it was called but uh it was also okay uh, was it as good as night nurse i i think you need to look up what good means in the dictionary <laughs> real quick ironic good yeah fair enough <laughs> oh i'm sorry Mitchell. <laughs> don't apologize to I, me apologize to the listeners I'm you made sorry, them listen listeners. to 60 seconds of that i'm, I'm really ha- i'm really happy that y'all could experience the hot garbage and then call the um call cascada and let them know <laughs> call our line and yell at amy <laughs> yeah it's my fault it definitely is i, I took us to that that place now the Ear Buddies had quite a few submissions, and yeah. there's a huge collection of songs about occupations that I didn't remember. Our first one is from Jacques, Silkworm's developer. Back in California, I swam with the sharks. When they didn't smell blood, go on a lark. Wasted away on the desert shore like a forebear before me in a foreign world. Cold is so black, eggs are so white. Those stupid kicks, they sold off their birthright. Called in the children, on down to the line, walked over the plane, and said, This is mine. I feel the love in a piece of cold steel. This song has a lot of elements from a, like a bunch of different bands that I or even like eras that I really like. Like when it started, I was like, this is kind of like rock, like old rock. And then it got harder. And then you've got some like stuff from like the early 2000s sounding. And I was just like, ooh, I really like this one. And there's like all these little different elements that I was picking out and really enjoying. It was just really cool. Yeah. I lost the lyrics. I, for, I forgot to listen to the lyrics. Yeah, I read the lyrics too. And, and they're kind of all over the place. But uh, yeah, this band definitely totally new to me and really up my alley. And I wanted to make sure when we were building the uh, building the set that, I, that we could include this. Yeah. Um, it's really noisy and ambitious indie rock. And I'm not necessarily a huge fan of like Dinosaur Jr., but I feel sort of a small kinship to Dinosaur Jr. out of this band. Maybe Dinosaur uh, the Third. Yeah, and I kind of <laughs> like the way that this band does it a lot better. Um, there's a recurring line in, in the song. It's like, uh, you can't feel love in a piece of cold steel. And I think that kind of serves as the motif for this idea of feeling alienated from your labor and 
you know, disillusioned with selling away all your time for someone else. And no matter how much money they pay you, you feel like it's never enough to make it worthwhile, you know, selling your precious hours of life in exchange. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I just like, took us down a nice little, yeah, ex- but that, it's true. You that know? feels like how I felt while I was working retail. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm spending a lot of time here, not really doing anything that's bringing me joy. Mm-hmm. And I deeply felt like I was bringing a lot of like, I don't know. What's the opposite of joy? Remorse. Yeah. yeah, I mean. <laughs> Remorse to other people. So I was like, eventually they're going to go home and realize they just paid this much money for something. It's true. Yeah. And I, my, my goal was to sell it to him. I was like, mm, I don't feel good about this. Mm-mm, yeah, I've had jobs where I felt that same way where, uh, I'll just say it, books a million where you're selling <laughs> oh, yeah, those, that, that those discount point. cards, you know. You're like, oh, I know you only buy three books a year. But yeah. please buy this twenty dollar card. Let me sell you these magazine subscriptions that, that you can never get rid of. Yeah, that you can of. never get rid of, and you're going to be charged for for a year. And 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 then it'll start up out of nowhere again. Yeah, I don't know I, how yeah, that yeah, even I, happened. It was a nightmare. Sorry, I took us down another <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> it's fun that we had the same job once. <laughs> now, Don brought Lee Dorsey's working in a coal mine. How did you forget about this one? I don't know. As soon as it went on, I was like, oh, this reminds me of like the classic station in Jackson. And yeah. I know that they played it a lot. And it also, definitely, it reminded me a little bit of Reservoir Dog soundtrack, but it's not at all in there. Yeah, I can't remember if it is. It's not, I don't think, but it's it, probably some other doo woppy sort of. Yeah, it's got that doo wop joy. There's this little pickaxe sound that mm-hmm. I was like, smart. That was a smart thing to do. Yeah, a little, uh, yeah. Well, sound effects the- uses percussive elements yeah because to- you hear this like ting, and you're like what? yeah it really gets you in the mood of the yeah. song you know it yeah. gets you into the environment mm-hmm. i definitely also have super vivid memories of of loving this song as a kid it's got the repetition and like the sort of sing-songy chorus that uh definitely will get trapped in my head so mm-hmm. i used to sing it a bunch um this is, of course, before I knew how dangerous and exploitative uh, coal mining is. And how bad it's been for centuries. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. I know um, the second the second verse says, Of course, I make a little money hauling coal by the ton, but when Saturday rolls around, I'm too tired for having fun. Yeah, it's when you want to just like lay down. You're like, right, I, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like a Saturday morning when you've been like, if you have one of those shifts where you're on your feet for eight hours and then yeah. you have to work late at night and all your friends have already been like out doing something and you're right, like, exactly. it's like, um, well, you worked a books a million probably mm-hmm. during Christmas mm-hmm. and Definitely. you're like, Oh God, it's 1am because we have to stay open till midnight for Christmas hours. Yep. And everybody else is like starting to head to sleep and you're just going to like crawl home and just lay there. Right. Yeah. And don't even get to enjoy the next day. So yeah, that line 
it just sort of encapsulates that idea of uh, that I I think is wrong with a lot of modern capitalism and the way that we think about labor and, and I don't know and the, payment for it. Yeah, everybody everybody has this passion that they want to pursue, but you know you're left too tired to even pursue that, much mm-hmm. less have the time to do it. You know, or the like even the way to gather your brain cells together. To right, exactly. Yeah. To try to be productive, you know. We gotta we gotta find a new way, guys. Let's yeah. keep making robots. Or we can listen to more night nurse. Let's not do that. <laughs> and let's not even say that we did. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> Woof. Well, Barbara's gonna erase all of that with, goodness. <laughs> with Jimmy Buffett's It's My Job. He always seemed kinda sad to me and I asked him why that was and he told me it's because in my contract, there's this clause that says it's my job to be worried after death. And that's the thing people respect in me. It's my job, but without it, I'd be less than what I expect from me. I've been lazy most all my life Writing songs and sleeping late And any manual labor I've done Was purely by mistake If street sweepers can smile Then I've got no right to feel upset But sometimes I still forget uh, she said, I pulled this by accident, and I'm not, I'm so glad I did. I loved this show. So this she actually pulled the uh, show audio, and I didn't use it. I'm sorry, Barbara. Um, I was a sophomore that year, just introduced to Jimmy by a friend's older brother. I just saw him last weekend. I've lost count <laughs> which time it was. It's in the low 20s. He looks, wow. <laughs> he looks so young here. But then so did I back then. You've seen Jimmy Buffett 20-plus times. You know, Jimmy Buffett's Thousands. got some, like, serious. Serious fans, fans. Uh, parrot heads, I believe they're called. Yeah, and the McElroys. Yeah, the McElroys <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yes. or at least Sydney and Justin. Yeah, yeah, but um, or I guess they're the Smurls. The Smurls are the big ones, the big parrot heads. I don't right. know. Right, and then I Justin by proxy. Yeah, and I have friends who are parrot heads, and there's like a whole culture around it. Um, she also sent a message to me like on the DL said. You're not allowed to make fun of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make too much fun of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not really that experienced with Jimmy Buffett for as many friends as I have that love Jimmy Buffett. I know that there are um, there are shirts that are Hawaiian printed. Right. Uh, salt shakers, I think, are involved. And that's Easy normally lose, it. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> He's always looking for that little shaker song. Yeah, but this song I felt like was not, you know, that beach-themed Jimmy Buffett I was expecting. I agree. Uh, yeah. This one definitely took me by surprise in that same way. I really thought it was like a James Taylor song at first. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't feel like that. Does yeah, it? it doesn't feel like a normal cliche Jimmy Buffett song. And you know, listen, I, I like Jimmy Buffett. Okay, I listened to Cheeseburger in Paradise <laughs> when I was a kid, and you know, of course, Margaritaville's the overplayed hit. But you know, this song's much more serious sounding, and like the songwriting is a lot more laid back, and so. I knew that it wasn't quite characteristic of his stuff, so I had to look into it. Mm-hmm. And it's actually written by a guy named Mac McAnally, who, strangely enough, has some ties back to Jackson. He's a songwriter out of Alabama. Oh. 
but he he was good friends with a lot of producers in Jackson. Uh, I think he may have worked with Carl Perkins at one point in time. <laughs> yeah. But he definitely used to always come up for the telethons, those Carl Perkins telethons. Oh, the, like, was it like the Blue Suede Shoes um, Foundation for like the, Child yeah, Abuse? Yeah, it's the Carl Perkins Center for the Prevention of Child Abuse. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, they would do telethons every year with Cousin Tooney. And I love all, Cousin Tooney. Yeah, man. <laughs> Some some reminiscing there, but he would always come and perform, and you know he was a big Nashville songwriter. I can't remember off the top of my head uh, some of the hits that he had from from people buying his songs and getting huge huge with them. Yeah, but Mac McAnally. So yeah, that, that uh, was a terrible way to spell your name, though. It, it is say. yeah a strange way that he <laughs> yeah. had to spell his name. But. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I I was really surprised. It is like this resignation to I'm employed. Right. So I thought that was really interesting because that's not at all like Jimmy Buffett whatsoever. Jimmy Buffett's normally like, I'm going to go hang yeah, out on the free, beach. Yeah. I am independently wealthy yeah. and I don't have to worry about that. Um, David brings Donna Summers. She works hard for the money. I work hard for the money, but I'm not employed right now. So. Right. But I mean, you're technically kind of employed, though. Yeah, you're, for you're free. An intern, yeah. Well, kind of. It's of. just like, they're like, hey, classes of nurses can come take care of patients like for semesters. Right. It's like, okay. That, I, that is a weird system, but I guess it makes sense. It yeah, ties back learning. to the history of nursing, so it all makes sense. Right. Um, <laughs> This is a disco song I wouldn't kick out of bed for eating crackers. I, I unabashedly love a lot of disco, to be honest with you. I see. I'm not really a big fan of it, but this one does have some of the elements that normally turn me off of like disco, Mm -hmm. like that kind of the synth of that era and like the kind of the I think it's more tinny than um, I usually go towards. But I love this song. It's a very good song. And of course, I know plenty of women who work hard for the money. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a a classic anthem for ladies in the workforce. Uh, This is 1983. So. Before you know, I was born, yeah. Right, yeah. So women are, are fighting fighting their way into blue collar work workplaces and uh you know, trying to be respected both at work and when they come home. You know, it used to be their husband could complain about how he had been working all day and so she owes him this and that, but now she's been working all day too, so Yeah. What up? You yeah. know? Can please somebody do laundry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just somebody. Anybody. So, you know, no longer will women be subservient to their partners, you know. They're they're working their asses off empowering themselves. Yeah. You know, building That's, their futures. Now we just got to get that to work like perfectly. Yeah, let's let's fine tune it. Let's fine tune it. I appreciate Donna person. Summer for for bringing it to everyone's attention yeah, and making such a dancey disco jam out of it. Yep, I guess it was the tail end of disco, and she did a good job on that one. I love this one. Uh, Jason Pulley brings Alabama's forty-hour week for a living. Working together like spokes inside a wheel. 
They keep this country turning around. Hello, Kansas. Sweet Bill Farmer, let me thank you for your time. You work a 40-hour week for a living. Just to send it on down the line. Hello, West Virginia coal miner, let me thank you for your time. You work a 40-hour week for a living. Just to send it on down the line. This is for the one who drives the big rig. Up and down the road. For the one out in the warehouse. Bring it in the load. For the waitress, the mechanic, the policeman on patrol. For everyone who works behind the scenes. I feel like this is an anthem for Reagan. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, sort of. It, it feels very 80s and uh, very Reagan-y and very um, blue-collar, robots aren't going to take my job. Yeah, there's definitely some of those elements in there. Yeah, and so it, it's interesting, like, this anti-technology, like, vein and, like, the coal mining and the steel workers, which still is raging today. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going more into the politics part, yeah, like, we are investing more money, um, theoretically, in these, like, blue collar jobs but you have to have pretty much a bachelor's degree to run the machines that are doing it now because right. there's more efficient ways to do it and hopefully coal miners are no longer being sent i mean they're still being sent but you know you want safer jobs like yeah. more technology hopefully we've found at least a slightly safer way to do those sorts of jobs yeah. and technology is a great way to do that yeah um but as for alabama who i actually do love uh, people often overlook them as one of those like cliche mid '90s country bands. It's because their but, name's Alabama. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty pretty on the nose as far as as far as names are concerned, and a lot of their songs are pretty on the nose too. But it's always sort of a step above all their peers. It's not all about you know pickup trucks and painted on jeans. They always have really good arrangements and harmonies and lyrical contents, just a little bit more thoughtful. Uh, but. Yeah, this is that sort of blue-collar anthem, and the lyrics do reflect some of that anti-technology thing, but I think it's a fairly honest and heartfelt lamentation of those people that are, you know, at, at risk of losing their jobs to, to technology, and it's all they've ever known and all their granddaddy's ever known, and, you know, if you don't have a grandson who's teaching you how to use a computer... Yeah. I can see how that can be pretty terrifying. So, Or if you don't want to, like, you're just like, mm, can we just stop this? Right, yeah. Because that's also, like, a thing. Like, people, some, I mean... It depends on your general personality, but, like, there's some people who are like, I don't think I need something that's, like, in my pocket. Like, I have an instructor this semester who still doesn't have a cell phone. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I'll, I'll. She gave us a house phone, and she gave the two departments she works in if she we need to contact her. I was like, this is like it was when I was a kid. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, I kind of appreciated that part where, of course, this was, you know, in the 80s where I think they were coming out of a recession during that time. And there was like, yeah, people really do want their jobs. And I, hopefully we can, like, we can work more towards that and make sure that everyone has the opportunity. Like, maybe computer classes for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Not There's tons like, of computer classes that you can go take right now for free. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. and Google it. Don't. Get your grandson to Google it. <laughs> Don't if you can't go, it, call me. Yeah. Don't buy it, though. Yeah, they'll do it for free. Do not buy uh, Windows Millennium Edition, no matter what any scammer is trying to do. It's not the best edition. Um, Jeremy Scott is closing us out with our occupational songs, and it's 
Is it Moto or M-O-T-O? Moto, I believe, is how they pronounce it. And it's got the cheery title of I Hate My Fucking Job. Jacques said, first song I thought of. I was like, I think they may need to change careers. Right. I just have this like feeling that they might not like really like their jobs. I don't think they do. I hate my fucking jobs. (laughs) It's pretty clear, pretty, pretty cut and dry what they wanted to say about that. Yeah. It's not an ironic. Um, Yeah. Moto's been around forever, like since the early 80s and they're still touring. They came and played Memphis not too, too long ago. Did you go? Uh, I did not get to go to that one, but a bunch of my friends did. Uh, and their music's kind of all over the place with like punk and metal influences, and some of it's just super power poppy. And so uh, this one's also kind of poppy in its execution, but still has the punk aesthetic. <laughs> uh, you know, s- simplistic and catchy, and singing about hating your job and how awful you feel. I feel like this um, is a leaving work song. Yeah, for sure. It's a. It's definitely one of those songs you'll jam peeling out of the parking lot <laughs> to to let off some steam. And it's got the whoa, whoa, whoa's, and it's very sing-songy, so you mm-hmm. can sing along with it on your way home. With your windows and, down. And have that catharsis, Blasting. exactly. Yes. This will be perfect. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think after my third 12-hour shift in, like, mm, six months, I'll, I'll play this one. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm going to hope that I really love my job, though. <laughs> um, we didn't get that much feedback, but that's okay, because... Um, this next week is a big week yeah. for us. Uh, I don't know. Have you listened to the Little Red Bandwagon from today? I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. I, I saw where we were uh, tagged in the post. I'll have to listen to it because I got nothing better to do. Yeah. So this is going to be, it's a song of the sum- summer. It's not a contest. It like Normally they have more of a contest trying to pick the best songs of the summer. Right. We are not really making this a contest. We're just trying to pick like really great yeah. songs of summers and it doesn't have to be from this year cool perfect it could be any year it could be any of your summers as i think somebody was so teasing we just need mike. some good summer songs yeah somebody was already teasing mike on the page that um you have so many summers right <laughs> to yeah choose from. so any of the songs that you feel really represent summertime that's free. It doesn't have to be. It could be from 1910 if you have a song of the summer from 1910. Yeah. I always think of those as more cold songs, though. I don't know. Right. I don't know why. But yeah, so you made the the super post today on the Facebook yeah. group, which will tell them how to find that. Yeah. We, and they can find that and submit a summer song on that thread. Yeah. And it's on the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on Facebook. And that's where our big long list is going to be. Our Twitters are. Uh, mine is at Pow I Gotcha. And the show is at Andy Pod, and mine is at Madam Woolite. 
Um, if you want to, uh, of course, give us an audio of your like your argument for a song of the summer, it's 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. And if you want to write a long story about why it is a song of the summer, you can go ahead and send that to andypod at gmail.com. And you can always find the show at andypod.com, part of the 10710 Network. Now, you chose an amazing song that I had never heard of before to oh, wow. close us out. So, I, I know that Aesop Rock, who I've chosen as our yes. final song, <laughs> uh, Aesop Rock has made one other, at least one other appearance on the show yes. for an Animals episode for mm-hmm. his song called Kirby about his cute-ass cat. Yep. So, before we go any further... <laughs> You definitely want to listen to that song and watch the video because it's his actual cat so and it's cute. a puppet of Aesop Rock playing with his cat. It is the most, it is the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. But since this is a work-related episode, uh, I chose Nine to Fiver's Anthem off of his album Labor Days, which is all sort of a concept album about having to work a shitty job. Oh my God, um, there's a whole album we Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I really like, there's this sort of manifesto that he repeats as the chorus and toward the end that I really like, and I think it sums up a lot of how I feel about having to work, you know, in the same way as that other one did. So he says, We, the American working population, hate the fact that eight hours a day is wasted chasing the dream of someone that isn't us. And we may not hate our jobs, but we hate jobs in general that don't have to do with fighting our own causes. We, the American working population, hate the nine-to-five, day-in, day-out. We'd rather be supporting ourselves by being paid to perfect the pastimes that we've harbored based solely on the fact that it makes us smile or it sounds dope. (laughs) love that it's beautiful and like everybody has something that they want to be pursuing and we have to find a way to be productive and with technology we can do that more and more Mm -hmm. every day you know there's the universal basic income thing that people are talking about we have to find ways to to free ourselves to to be creative and to innovate and to like you know reach kind of like that satisfaction with who you are and so just being a cog in the machine exactly so i think this song kind of sums up that feeling and uh, Aesop Rock has a lot of abstract sounding lyrics. So if you go and look, look up the lyrics to this, it may sound like really surreal mumbo jumbo, <laughs> but it all has meaning if you actually like really read it and, pay, and you know, pay attention to what he's saying. And it does so, have flow. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best. I love yeah. Aesop Rock. So hopefully you enjoy this nine to fivers anthem from Aesop Rock. Thank you so much, Mitchell. Aww. And thank you so much this old Pompeii impression sways infection in 12 steps or less increasing swiftly tipping toe and hard to swallow barter concepts to give it get it never let itself pass for I'm stubbornness martyrs talk money causes in a harvesting Spartacus and so on I throw long hail Mary bombs toward cookie cutter mother nature's bedazzled synthetic fabric life treats the peasants like they tried to fuck his woman while he slept inside while they're merely chasing perfection in them when the clock strikes nine I'll be waking with the best of the routine caffeine team players but a cycle of it under a dust my odometer like buzzard to falling out talking stealth we got babies rubber stamps and briefcase parts you want some door to door now order ten dollars or more we'll shove it down your throat for free i sacrifice my inborn tendencies for copper pennies for one commander give me that so we can retain baby Mega back biter, snake bedlam holocaust freak heckle shiesty brain headroom shake planet make a move pause make a move break cannon bend barrel one eight zero you turn squeeze end it it's on like it's never been it's bleeding well bigger than a bread box it corrodes my leaky finance with a coke and a bag of chips to watch a thousand lemmings plummet just because the first one slipped sometimes i laugh at victory kissing these little questions i tend to underestimate my average just another bastard savage someday you'll all eat out of my cold hand because every dog has its day at which point i'll pull it away now we the american working population hate the fact that eight hours a day is wasted
the silk germ Trying to weave a web and all I believe in is dead brother, it's the year of the jackal Saddle up on high horse My torch forced Polaris embarrassed Jackal up the hassle by the doom and legend marriage I bought some new sneakers, I just hope my legacy matches It's the year of the land shark Riot sand parched, damn, get these men some water They're out there being slaughtered in meaningless wars So you don't have to bother and can sit in so idiot box Trying to fuck their daughters Man, it's the year of the orphan Adjacent to the fireflies circling the torches on your porches Trying to guard the fortress of a king they've never seen or met But all are trained to murder at the first sign of a threat Maybe it's the year of the water bug Cockroach, shutter thug specimen They respawn from dreaming of your next akin I'm still dealing with this mess I'm in I've been the object of your ridicule You've been a bitch, lieutenant God, it's the year of the underpaid employee Spitting 40 plus a week and trying to rape Earth in my off time busy enough so you can run 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 and i'ma let you think you everybody won. we the american working population hate the fact that eight hours a day is wasted on chasing the dream of someone that isn't us and we may not hate our jobs but we hate jobs in general that don't have to do with fighting our own causes we the american working population hate denied to five day in day out but we'd rather be supporting ourselves by being paid to perfect the pastimes that we have harbored based solely on the fact that it makes us smile if it sounds dope